Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Joe is en route to the studio, so when he gets here, we'll bring him on. But today, apologies, we're coming a little late. I'm working out some technical difficulties. Producer Josh is out on assignment for an, another uh, another client. So today we have fill-in producer Evan. Everyone in the comment section say good luck, fill-in producer Evan. Um, but until Joe gets here, we'll, we'll bring him in. But for the first hour, we have a special guest on the show, Mr. Craig Long. Uh, I know you, Craig. Welcome to the show. I, I know you from TikTok. I know you also nope. have an Instagram. I don't I don't use Instagram. Um, I, I don't like mm-hmm. it. But I, I, I've been following your TikToks for a while. Uh, th- they're great. Yeah, my TikTok is do- different. Yeah. <laughs> for everyone who doesn't know you, why don't you just explain who you are, talk about a little bit about what you do, what you're all about, um, just for anyone who doesn't yeah. already follow you. Yeah, um, I'm a pissed off American, um, successful entrepreneur, um, conservative, someone that's going to continue to carry the conservative torch. Uh, in the in the exact words of Frederick Douglass, I'm going to radically maintain the conservative torch. Uh, America is under fire, and it desperately needs people's voices and people to stand up for what's right. And to fight for our country, as we all know, it is under attack. Um, so that is who I am. Uh, I do do political commentary. Um, I am unapologetic, uh, which you, I'm sure you're going to hear a bit of it today. And um, that's pretty much the logist of who Craig is. So your your main platforms, though, we were talking a little bit as we were coming on. You got taken down by by YouTube, which we kind of did too. YouTube took me down. Yep. You got all three strikes? Yep, they just took me right off of there, man. And now I'm going through the same thing with TikTok. As you know, I'm oh. over 300-something thousand people yeah. on TikTok. Um, I'm currently banned from being able to post now. And Instagram, same oh, wow. thing. I can't go live. So I'm, I'm going through hellfire right now when it comes to social media. I've been deplatformed. Um, I've been demonetized. You name it. All the censorship that most most of you guys here I'm going through it as well as a social media now, influencer so do you think it's because you're a black conservative commentator black conservative activist do you think you'd be getting the grief you're getting from tech companies if you weren't black and I don't mean that in a race thing just because liberals hate black conservatives they do everything they can to silence black conservatives because they kind of they're, they're the ones pulling back the court curtain on the Wizard of Oz, right? Showing that the whole thing's a fraud. Do you think that that is why they're going after you? Um, you would think with all this Black Lives Matter and all the other rhetoric that we see going on for the black privilege that's going on in our country right now, you would think that they would let my voice be. But just as you said, uh, just as you said, me being a conservative that just so happens to be black, um, I, I'm definitely being throttled. Um, I'm someone like myself literally challenges and destroys the narrative that is put out there. So I am a triple threat. 
uh, when it comes to the left, the liberal, the, the extreme liberal, um, you know, far left. I'm a threat yeah, to yeah. whatever. I'm, I'm a threat to the narrative that they put out there in a nutshell. Yes, I agree. It's it's interesting because all we hear from the left is that you need to amplify black voices. That black, the black story needs to be heard. Black voices need to be allowed oh. to tell their truth. And here, it seems wherever you're trying to let your voice be heard, reach people, speak your truth, there's always someone. I mean, if we're being quite honest, most likely probably a, a white person pushing the button. Uh, it's all. And, and saying that you shouldn't bullshit. be allowed to talk. Yeah. It's all bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Uplift the black voice. It's all bullshit, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. It's. It's probably well, you're some not, you're... white liberal with a mohawk, a green purple mohawk in the back on some computer tech somewhere pushing the buttons, throttling and blocking and shadow banning and you name it, doing the whole nine to me. Pissed yeah. off. So Well, I, I, I hear you. I mean I'm we're pissed off too. We, our our YouTube has two strikes against it. We just stopped broadcasting YouTube because it was to the point where uh, whenever we post something, they would just claim that we were violating some term. And I was, I would appeal everything, right? We did one about vaccines and how they use fetal cell lines to develop the vaccines. And I went through it in depth. And I was like, the, the vaccines do not contain fetal body parts. I was, I was making sure I was completely within their guidelines and they still hit us, right? So what we're probably gonna do, our first strike goes away tomorrow. Second strike goes away in nine days. We're probably just gonna wipe our, our YouTube channel clean just take off all the videos and then only post videos that we're, we're confident will not get the band hammer, but you don't even know what the band hammer that, means. But that's you know what sucks. the terms you are. That, is. Yeah. That, that, that's what sucks, Max. It's like, man, now we have to do mental backflips in our mind to throttle back what we really want to say that the, the content that we want to create, the message we want to get out it, it's another form of silencing us. It's another form of suppressing yeah. our freedom of speech to where now we got to literally, like I said, do mental gymnastic backflips on, well, did this go against their guidelines? I don't know if yeah. this is all right. Should we put this in there? Should we not? And that, in, that, in a way that throttles you back, That's that silences you. That keeps you from yeah. truly expressing your full expression and making the content that, that we love to make for, for people, right? Whether they feel it's true or not, it's wrong, man. It, they should not be able to continue to do that. Uh, and it pisses me off, man. It absolutely drives me insane. Uh, and it's funny you just said that you're going to do that with the YouTube channel. I thought the same thing with my TikTok account. I have so many people connected to me on TikTok. Most people are like, oh, man, it's the Chinese app, right? And, and they're right. But I said, you know what? I'm just literally now going to use this platform to uh, redistribute them to another platform yeah. and continue to like just try Crowder, to promote like people what, to go Stephen Crowder does. Stephen exactly, Crowder will go exactly. live on YouTube. He'll go live on YouTube for an hour and it'll be completely scrubbed so that they're not doing anything wrong. And then he'll say, okay, if you want to see the real party, real party, the after party starts on, on this other platform, us. come over here. And then they just start dropping all the bombs. Yeah. I mean, I, I no one, if most of our audience, I don't think is on TikTok. I started TikTok just because I, I, I think it's pretty funny. Um, but you never would expect that TikTok, this app that traditionally has been for little kids, now there's a lot more um, teenagers, adults. adults on it. Yeah. You never would expect TikTok to be a platform for conservatives, but you've obviously been able to grow a huge audience on TikTok. 
So as annoying as the, as the suspensions are, you can't give up that audience, especially when you know that, as, as you said, you're a conservative who happens to be black. I like that. Um, you can't just give up the opportunity to reach people that would not be reached otherwise if you were going to an exclusively conservative audience, right? I mean, I, I see stuff I never would ask to be given on TikTok. I see liberals. I make fun of them. I mean, I'm sure you've seen like the music videos that they've done for the vaccine. <laughs> They're really cringy oh, stuff. Oh, dude, I, but... I, I troll them. I troll them constantly. <laughs> like the yeah. uh, backs that thing up. Like, come on, man. Yeah. The juvenile yeah. song, back that, back that ass up. Now it's back yeah. that ass up. It's like, God, <laughs> you can't get any dumber than this. The thing with TikTok is this, and I know most of the listeners probably don't have TikTok. There is a lot of adults on there. We've literally taken over that app. Um, the head, the head guy in Instagram literally just came out. I posted it the other day. Came out saying that they they have some serious competition in there. They're going to re evaluate a lot of the things that they do just from Instagram, right? I'm using Instagram as an example that they're going to focus more on um, videos, creating videos, e-commerce and things like that. When this app originally was for photos, but now it seems, and we all know they seem to mimic and copycat what um, other social media platforms do. They're doing the same thing to TikTok now with reels. Reels are literally the same thing that you can do on TikTok. So they're going to put more emphasis on um, video creation, um, content creators that center around videos and e-commerce and I think a few other things. And he actually says it. TikTok is one of their major competitors. The only reason why I like TikTok, right, it's a Chinese app. The only reason why I like TikTok is the reach that you can build a platform very quickly on TikTok and you can be a big content creator to someone that just started uh, a TikTok page and the way their algorithm works, um, you are able to reach people like that. Yeah. Like you can, it can go from, you got 2000 views to a 1.5 million views. Yeah. And before you know it, you have a hundred thousand people following you on, on your page. So their algorithm is very fair. Yeah. It's super easy for them. It's super easy for them to follow you, right? They see something, you make them laugh, you make them chuckle, you make them think. Super easy. They they hit that red plus symbol, and then then you're in their their for you feed, right? It's super easy. And Um, and that's their advantage. That's their advantage over all the other platforms. So, but like you said, I got to treat it the same way you guys are going to do on YouTube. I'm just going to redistribute it and have people go and connect with me on Instagram. Instagram seems to be. Um, my next, I guess, home well, until Zuckerberg. we can that's figure all, That's also out. Zuckerberg. I know. So. It's At this point, <laughs> I don't know where to go. You got so many apps yeah. popping up. You don't know what to trust and who's, oh, this one is all about, tr- this person worked with Trump and it's yeah. it's Getter. And then you find out that they're on Amazon. Sir, uh, their, their servers yeah. are with Amazon. It's like, man, you don't know where to go anymore, man. Yeah, you're you're jumping out of the fi- out of the uh, frying pan and into the fire for all you know. Um, there's really nowhere yep. to go. Um, yeah, I, I would I would encourage you to stay with TikTok. I I, I just because I like watching you on TikTok, <laughs> it's easy. Um, but TikTok's also this newer company, relatively newer. So I mean, I've seen people get suspended from TikTok. They're literally teaching you how to cook uh, some kind of meal, and they get suspended yep. for nudity. And it makes no sense. They're like, wait a minute. I just was showing you a bowl and there was no, so there's a lot of things that are getting caught up 
in their automatic automatic flagging. I'm not sure if that's what happened to you or if they're just going after you because of what you're saying. Um, but it could be. Uh, I, I think that I think it's purposeful mass reporting. People that don't like yeah. my views, a black conservative that tells you don't, don't nothing hold you back. Not all white folks is racist. You know, the narratives that we know I'm not going out there to get no jab shot. I don't know. I don't want to curse on your show, but you, you get the point. I'm, I'm trying to throttle it back just a little bit, but you get the point. The audio version. <laughs> so just just you can say whatever you want. Just every time you drop one of them, uh, Evan has to work it later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you guys so That's very funny. much. <laughs> So let's talk about that. Let's talk about, we talk a little about the social media. Let's, let's talk a little bit about why they are throttling you because mm -hmm. there's a lot of fear involved. They're, they're, they're afraid. I mean, I've heard, heard I don't want to like plagiarize or misappropriate different comments to different people, but it's the idea that a, a conservative who happens to be black could end up taking that black vote away from the Democrats. That's something that they believe they have locked down. And it's something they're so confident about locking it down that they don't even do anything to secure it, right? They just expect it. They, they expect it to always be there. And in the last mm -hmm. couple of years, we've seen this walk away movement, this Blexit movement starting to really pick up mm -hmm. steam to the point where people involved with organizing walk away, organizing Blexit have ended up being prosecuted, <laughs> right? Like that's how fearful the powerful people in the country are. Obviously, you have a huge mm -hmm. following on TikTok. Have you thought about just how, I mean, obviously you must be moving the needle. Otherwise they wouldn't be coming for you. Like we, we know when we have hit a nerve, when our phone lines are full of trolls, because that means that lots of liberals are taking time out of their day to stop us from talking to other people. Are, are you getting the sense that you're, that you're hitting that nerve? Dude, <laughs> you want to talk about trolls? I hit their <laughs> nerve every time I post. Every time I put out a piece of content, I'm hitting their nerve. I hit I, I partially do it on purpose, but I add it with educational facts and a little bit of emotion because I get pissed off sometimes, right? I think that a lot of the stuff that's going on is wrong um, and it's very disheartening. It does people a disservice. It does our whole entire country a disservice. Uh, so yeah, I get it all the time. I get the messages, I get the hate messages, I get the death threats, uh, I get doxxed. They post my old addresses, my numbers. They find my local business. They spam it with one-star reviews. I, I get the whole nine, dude. I get it. Yeah. And, and most yeah, people would quit. Most people would say, I'm not dealing with this shit. Um, just to show everyone your TikTok page, um, it's Craig Long 45. Craig Long 45. Yes, you can find him on TikTok. Um, no, I, I, I love your, your videos and, and you, you're coming out with a podcast soon, right? Yes. I'm working on the podcast, which a podcast slash the YouTube. Yeah. I don't know how long it will, will do, but we'll see. So definitely excited about that. What have you heard from, what have you heard from people who have been exposed to your messaging and had their minds changed? Do you, do you, do you get a lot of that feedback? that you are that you're hitting home on issues and, and people are just thinking about it a different way um whether it's online or just in your everyday life right because we all come into contact with people like yeah i'm a biden supporter and then you ask them what they actually support and they don't really know <laughs> um yeah ha have you have you been uh, noticing that that you're that you're changing 
people's hearts, minds, political views? Uh, yeah, I mean, good, great question. I appreciate you asking me that. That's partially what keeps me going. Um, it's one aspect that keeps me going, getting the messages. I get tons of messages of people to say, thank you so much for speaking out. You're speaking the truth. I can't say it because I would be deemed racist or I could lose my job or you, you name it. I hear it. And I get people from all over the world. My story is a very inspiring story. Um, I'm sure I'll share it here today. Uh, and, and I'm just another example of the American exceptionalism and American dream, right? And my story alone and my stance and me being a conservative that's just so happened to be black, it, like I said, it's a triple threat to the narrative that we hear constantly um, being shoved down our throats and in our minds. Um, it's false. It destroys it. Uh, and I'm going to continue to use it. I'm going to continue to try to inspire people and, and let them know, hey, man, we live in an amazing country. America is an amazing country and it's worth fighting for. Right. It's worth uh, for us to stand up and do the things that we're doing like we're, we're doing now. The American people need to know that there is faith and there's still good people out here. The people that love this country, people that don't believe in this narrative and the things that's going on in our country. But I can keep talking so until we get them back. Yeah, keep on doing that. Um, if you could, that'd be great. So, I mean, in, in <clears throat> uh, we're having some technical difficulties here, so we're going to reconnect with Max. But I'm going to continue on, uh, which is why we have shows like Conservative Daily, right? Um, oh, he's pulling up the TikTok now. Uh, it's important to have these shows. It's important to have voices right? I'm someone that wants to maintain the conservative torch. I think that the conservative principles and values um, are All right, being I apologize with. for that. Um, we, 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 we just lost connection. Now I can't hear anything. Mr. Producer, I, I can can't, I'm not hearing anything here. We got you, Max. Try Let's now. Can you, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, we're, we're better. Apologies to everyone. We, apparently, we hit a nerve with someone in the tech world. Didn't want us to keep going. Um, so I, I apologize. I cut out there. Uh, you were talking about your story and about the people you're reaching. I want to talk to you about your story because I think it is mm -hmm. part of part of what's been driving a lot, in my opinion. And, and if I'm wrong, you can correct me. I think your story is one of many that are driving black Americans to reconsider their political opinions that they've held for so long. The idea that you're not defined by a criminal record, that you are, you are, you can achieve anything you want to achieve. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And that it's Democrats who happen to be historically the ones who are passing the bills that are incarcerating so many African-Americans in this country. So um, you mentioned your, your story before we, we lost the feed. So I want to give you a chance to tell everyone your, your story. Yeah, um, I come from those, I, I pretty much come from nothing. I had some rough beginnings. Um, through my decisions, it led me into, uh, I, first of all, I've been in and out of trouble since the age of 15. Um, I've gone to juvenile, straight from juvenile detention to juvenile boot camps to juvenile, uh, to straight to jail, from straight to jail, straight to prison. Uh, I didn't come home until I was 25 years old. Um, my decisions led me into prison. I actually went to prison for shooting two people point blank range. Um, 
through that, I first time felon for what I did get in trouble for. I was served. Uh, I was sentenced to 23 years with 17 years suspended. Um, I ended up serving six years in prison. I didn't come home until 2009. When I was released, all I had was $25 that's supposed to get you a bus ticket and a paper ID. Um, go figure. They say that requiring ID in order to vote is voter suppression. It's a Jim Crow. But yet when I'm released from prison, I get a paper ID. But I'll digress on that. Long story short, I served my time. I come home in 2009. Um, eight years later, uh, I'm running my own business. I have a, I own a brick and mortar business. I obviously have an online business as well. Um, I'm doing very well for myself. I'm a successful entrepreneur. Through that process, I also was able to receive all my uh, civil rights back, including my Second Amendment rights back. So the same country that they say is so racist and is full of white supremacy, that there's some mystical white supremacy dust floating around that people can breathe in. And that is the reason why they have bad behaviors and why they fail is false. It's a fallacy. It's the worst it's the worst uh, injustice that somebody can do by pushing a narrative that says that there's people on the 13th floor that are holding black and brown people back in America from being able to succeed when yet me, my own story is one of many other successful stories of black and brown people just in America that have literally made terrible, dumb decisions and did a complete 180 turning their lives around uh, to actually making something of themselves. Right. Um, so the same America with the balance scale of allowing me to get the rights that I lost in the first place. I again, I shot two people. I'm not happy about it. Um, it's something I did in the past. I lost my rights for using a firearm that was stolen. I, I, I almost killed two people. And here we are. Fast forward. Now I'm 37 years old. At the time, I had just turned 18. I just turned 37. Um, now through my life, I serve my community. I serve charities that I want to, um, um, donate to and, and put a call, put my efforts to, for the cause. Um, I was able to get all civil rights, including my second amendment rights back. I go in and I talk to people in the jail. I talk to people in prison and I, I try to make these pathways and use my story to encourage people and to enlighten them that, Hey, we live in an amazing country. This is a great country. There's plenty of opportunity for people. You have to learn how um, to work the American system to succeed. And my main basis of everything that I ever talk about when I talk about my story is your life is based off your decisions. You can make, a de you can make decisions that can make your life a living hell, or you can make decisions that will make your life a very good life. And I lived on both sides of the coin, both sides of the uh, both perspectives. So I don't care what narrative somebody can throw in front of me. It doesn't matter. I can show you a blueprint on how you can succeed no matter what color you are in this country. I don't care who you are, what your upbringing is, uh, what your religion is, what you believe, what your political stance is. If you know the blueprint to how to be successful, then you follow that. And what that blueprint is, is it's simple. It's a universal principle that does not care about what color you are, what your creed, what your religion is, what your political belief is. All it cares is, are you practicing daily the successful habits that are going to make you successful? 
Are you learning new skill? Are you crafting those skill, molding yourself into the position of where you want to be and then bringing it to the marketplace to add more value in which in return it compensates you back? That is the way the American dream works. That is the way capitalism works. So I, I don't care what scenario someone can throw at me. There's the thing called defying the odds. There's the thing called um, pulling yourself up out of bootstraps, working hard and never giving up. And you can do that in America. I can't speak for any other country, but I can speak for America. It's possible to do it in America. It is. And and I apologize. I cut out there for a, a minute. I appreciate you talking while I cut out there. Um, I'm in Texas. No worries, and we've, been getting, we've been getting weird rain. So it might be an internet thing. I'm on a hard wire. I'm on an Ethernet wire, so it's not a wi- Wi-Fi thing. Um, so hopefully it stays up, and we, that doesn't happen again. But they might be doing things with the with the internet down the street Absolutely. at the box. The, um, thing, the thing about it, Max, your life and everybody else that's listening. When you're born, you're born looking like your mother and your father. When you die, you're gonna die looking like your decisions. So if you're somebody out there and you think that there's somebody on the thirteenth floor holding you back. I'm sorry to bust your bubble, but don't nothing hold you back. Your decisions yeah. are what is going to either propel you or are going to hold you back, period. So remember that. You're born looking like your mama and your daddy, but you're going to die looking like your decisions. Yeah, I mean, you, it, it's a great it's a great quote. Um, you, you, you die looking like the decisions you made in life. And think about what those decisions are. Think about what kind of legacy you want to leave as uh, you exit this world. Um, so I, I missed a little bit of your story as I cut out, um, and I apologize for that. But so you, you went to prison, um, you served a few years on those uh, on those firearms charges. Now you're out and you, you I don't know, I don't think this is like classified knowledge because you share it on TikTok, you're in Florida. So oh, it's, Florida, it's public record, man. Yeah, so Florida allows um, convicted felons to vote now. So how, how, you're, are you registered to vote in Florida? Yeah, I voted Republican. I'm registered Republican. And I voted for go. Trump. And bro Biden, fuck you. I'm sorry my man has <laughs> got to edit this out later on. But I'm still black. Uh, yeah. I'm still black, Joe Biden, and I voted for Trump. And if he runs again, <laughs> I'll vote for him again. Well, what, what do you think about that? Because Joe Biden has said so many things. I, I don't like, yeah, there are times where we take a little thing he says and we're like, wow, that's terrible. And, and we kind of like extrapolate what it really means. Um, there's lots of things he says where it's very clear he's in some kind of mental decline. But there's also comments he makes where it's just very obvious the man's a racist. The, the man the man yeah. believes, like not not like modern racism where it's like you, you like have some kind of prejudice. Like he's open with it. Yeah, like not, not even like the, like the microaggressions that they say. Are, is racism today? That's this is like old school racism of believing your skin color makes you either better or lesser than someone else. There was one comment I, w- I read. I think it's an older comment because I, I don't, but I also don't remember. So it might have been relatively new. He was asked about schools in Kansas. Joe Biden was asked about schools in Kansas and why they perform better than schools in Washington D.C. And his answer, quite literally, was that they have a fewer, a smaller percentage of students are African American in Kansas. And Washington, D.C. has a larger percentage of African-American students. And he says, you get what you start out with. And I'm, I'm looking at that like if a conservative said that, they would be done. They'd be out there. Their political career would be over. Even just insinuating yep. that 
I mean, that's like what he also said. Like, poor kids are just in talented, just as bright and talented as white kids. Just as bright as. Right? And the other one, he said, America is not only doomed because of the African American. It's like little, little stuff. Um, Not only doomed because of the African American. And then he um, he said another one, they don't know how to use the internet. Yeah. So it's like, man. This guy's nuts. And then over his past history, he says we're beyond the pale. We need to be yeah. taken off the streets. They don't want to grow up in a racial jungle. We all know the rhetoric. We know yeah. this guy. It's no- old, that that it, is it, old school racism. That's not like microaggressions. Yes. That's not like you you see someone walking down the street at you and you cross to the other side of the street. This is like hardcore Jim Crow racism of your skin color det- determines your worth. And I mean, he did the eulogy of the guy that was, yeah, he did the, he did the eulogy of the guy that was, um, I guess a recruiter for the KKK. I mean, it's, it's so out in the open and it, it baffles me. Yeah. It, it, and they said, oh, well, he apologized. People changed. It's, it's funny how the left moves the goalposts, but here we go. And there's constantly saying Trump is racist. And I'm like, man, are you kidding me? Yeah. This guy that you guys claim you support, Biden, has uh, literally up until the till this day, he's constantly saying racist shit, der- uh, derogatory. I mean, not derogatory, but disrespectful things towards a class of people just that based off their color of their skin. But yet you guys keep hollering this man over here, the same man that sued Florida for trying to open up minority community um, nightclubs, the same man that used to date black supermodel, the same man that donated his private jet to Nelson Mandela. I mean, I could go yeah. on and on and on and on. I, I, I don't even try to keep up with the left anymore with their logic, yeah. man. It, it, you, you may end up in the, in the mental house. Someone may Baker act you um, trying yeah. to figure out what the left and how they think, man. Joe is here. Okay. Well, Mr. Producer, as Joe gets settled, um, why don't you go to my screen, my computer screen? This is the image that I am always struck by. It's the image of Donald Trump receiving an award alongside Muhammad Ali and Rosa. Can we do that? Mr. Can you put that image? image? Yeah, we, oh, go. we go. Getting an award alongside Rosa Parks and Muhammad Ali. Like before he ran for president, he was not a racist. And let's let's bring in Joe because I know Joe yeah. wants to talk about this. Um, let's bring on Joe, Mr. Producer Evan. Um, since he is in the studio and ready. Um, what do you think it is uh, that Craig. the left... I mean, they didn't care about Donald Trump until he ran for president. No. Are you asking me? It, well, anyone, Are sure. you asking Craig? I mean, dude, everybody loved Donald Trump. He was in every rap song. He was the apprentice. Everybody watched his show. I mean, everybody loved him. He was the guy that I heard Judge Joe Brown say that when people needed a loan or needed needed money, they would say, oh, you need to go talk to Donald Trump. And then they would go to Donald Trump and Donald Trump would actually cut the check to give them the loan so that they can go and do whatever business venture or whatever it is. He was the go to guy. But the moment, literally the moment that he said, I'm running and he started coming down that escalator, man, they started their campaign of race baiting and the antics that the Democratic Party consistently does uh, through, through, throughout history, especially when it comes to them pandering for the minority vote. I think they took it to a whole nother level this, this, this past time with daishikis and kneeling down and all the other bullshit, excuse my language, but 
I'll digress on that, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe, well, welcome to the show. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. We, we've I'll, I'll gone... give you guys, I'll tell you right up front, the reason why I was late is I was talking to lawyers. So it's... Uh... You're on color people time, man. Uh, well, there you go. So I'm late. I'm, I'm early then. <laughs> Max is like, oh, shit. Did he just say that? I didn't say it. You can say whatever say you, you want. Say whatever you want. <laughs> I can say whatever you want. 100%. Heck, I won. No, I'm, I'm, I'm messing. You're on color people time. No, I'm messing, man. How you been doing, man? I'm good, brother. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. It's really good to see you. Hanging in there. I've been looking forward to this. So the, the fact that it went over by 45 minutes kind of pisses me off. But um, I got a I, I don't know if you saw the podcast. You probably didn't. But one of the things that the uh, activist judge on this case in Denver, it shouldn't even be in Denver, who overruled a 20-year uh, judge being on the bench for less than a month, uh, by giving the uh, prosecutor basically serving it up to him and saying, "Hey, just give me another motion to reconsider that that uh, uh, motion, or excuse me, that uh, 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 Rappaport's verdict on a uh, another motion." Yeah, she overturned it, and she's been she's basically an activist, right? And so that we were just talking about all the things that we're going to be doing over the next couple of days, but they want me to turn over the Antifa journalist. They want me to turn over the name of the person that got me on that call with Eric Coomer. And uh, you see what they've done to me as far as, you know, I have personal security details. They're, they're gonna go after that person. They're gonna kill him. I mean, let's just call yeah, it what the it moment is. They, the, moment, the moment they find out who that is, they're gonna, they're gonna go after him. Yeah, I mean, and we, we had, uh, we, we had a, a uh, evidentiary hearing and my PSD was like, yeah, so someone came to the house with a gun. People, he's been charged online. He's been charged ever, or excuse me, he's been threatened online. Uh, he's had death threats. Uh, what do you think they're going to do to this guy? I have means. He doesn't have means. Yeah. He'll never have another job for the rest of his life. He'll never be able to get a job. He'll look over his shoulder for the rest of his life. And they want me to turn over the information. They said, hey, if you just give it to the court, trust us, it won't get out. No. Come on. That guy, that guy has to make a decision. Um, and sometimes we're faced with those decisions. Yeah, but we're I'm faced not, with the decisions. I, I'm not going to give up his name. Well, I know that. I know that. So you know, we but were me, but about you and I, you and I are faced. You and I are faced with that type of decision right yeah. now. Yeah. What we with what we do, it's like man. Yep. Like I was telling Max earlier, I was like, dude, I get death threats. I get the the hate speech, uh, not hate speech, but the hate hateful messages. I've been doxxed. They've put out on the online uh, addresses of where I live, found my business, spammed them with one star reviews. And most the average person, most people would be like, I, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. You know what I mean? So it's 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 brutal out here, man, especially yeah. when you're trying to do what's right, man. And, and I think that's the biggest issue is that we have to get to the place where it matters. Truth matters and that we stand with courage. You know, uh, Kevin Jenkins calls it God courage. Right. And having that yeah. God courage, being able to stand up, being able to speak truth and not being afraid of the consequences. But the left is they're terroristic, man. These are Nazis. These are these are truly people. If you look up Nazi, the, the word Nazi means socialism, by the way. So I, I like how they're running away, calling everyone that is here who believes in capitalism and opportunity. We're calling us Nazis. Nazi actually means socialist. Socialism. So I don't yeah, I know. Go figure. It's uh, yeah. So can anybody? I I I I don't know if I should put it on here, but I'm going to ask the question because somebody just asked. Um, do you want us to plug your business on here, or do we not want to? 
give any of the trolls ammunition? I mean, dude, I, I, I mean, it's a gym. I don't know how some of these <laughs> listeners would be able to go to the gym. Uh, oh, you're, they but don't you're down in, in Florida, right? Yeah, I'm down in yeah. Florida. So we have lots of listeners in Florida and lots of uh, oh, yeah. listeners in Clearwater. The clear, is it Clearwater? Near Tampa. Clearwater you, area. Where, yeah, is that where you're at? So my gym is located in Largo. Okay. Yep, Largo, Florida. Right, so if you're in yep, Largo, it's, Florida. Um, it's, a boxing, it's a boxing kickboxing gym. It's called Nine Rounds. It's a franchise chain gym. All right. Um, I'm obviously a franchisee. But, I mean, they all if people want to support it, you can always just support connecting on Instagram, things yeah. like that. Instagram, you know, I have some TikTok. patriotic gear and things coming out if somebody wants to support in that regards. But it ain't going to stop well, yeah. me from doing what I do anyway. Well, Joe, um, we had some technical problems. Um, my internet was cutting out, so we, it was a little bit of, an, of a strange first hour. But um, I know you want to talk, so we're probably going to go a little over, if that's okay, Craig, um, yeah, over and make this a little bit of a longer episode. But I, I, I want to make sure that we get this in because I was going to read it earlier, but didn't have a chance to because my internet went out. Not to mention that this podcast is sponsored by Air Med Care Network, Air Med Care Network, the premier insurance plan to cover you should you ever need to be airlifted for a medical emergency to a hospital, you'd be surprised at just how much it'll cost if you ever have to be flown by helicopter to a hospital, upwards of 50 grand, more in some cases. Well, with Aramid Care Network, it starts at just $85. That gives you coverage for one year for your entire household, not just you, your spouse, and any children that live in your household. $85 one year, less if you're a senior citizen, and it works out to be less per year if you buy three or five years at a time. And if you use our promo code, they're gonna give you some money back. So go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily link is in the description when you use promo code daily you'll get up to fifty dollars back depending on how many years you sign up for it's free money so again go to airmakecarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to fifty dollars back um so joe we, we went over his social how he's being throttled and suspended and shadow banned by different social media tech companies we talked about his history um, his story um, going to prison coming out rebuilding his life we talked a little bit about what it means to be a conservative who also you happens to be black. You did all that in 45 minutes before I got here? Yeah. Yeah, it's been uh, – uh, and, and, and my internet go deep enough. I can I – we could go again. Yeah. I'm, we have some and, my, and my internet cut out. So we, we hit a lot of things. We hit a lot of things. Um, so is, is there anything you wanted to talk about specifically? You know, when I met Craig, we were at the Tampa uh, Health and Freedom uh, Conference down in Tampa, yeah. Florida. And, uh, you know, I was amazed by the amount of courage, although he, he's going to have to come here and go bungee jumping. Uh, that, that's one of the requirements. <laughs> he has to come here and go bungee jumping. And he promised me he wouldn't throw up on himself and he wouldn't pass out. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm still. But, but we, had a, we had a great conversation about race. We had a great conversation about history, like what, what his past is. And digging into making the decision that, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are defined by a mistake that they make in their life. And I don't know if you've talked mm -hmm. about it yet and talked about getting your Second Amendment right back and what, what did that mean to you. But I think that's something. Did you yeah. guys talk about that at all? Uh, I touched up on it, yeah. I received all civil rights back, including my Second Amendment rights. And I, yeah, people have to remember, I went to prison because I actually used a stolen firearm yeah. and shot two people literally almost killed them thank god i they, they didn't die 
Um, and I do have to emphasize, like, these people were not like an innocent child or a grandma down the street or it was some drive-by. It was very up close and personal. Um, and these people were degenerates, man. These are like the people that you definitely wouldn't want to run across on 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 the street. And um, unfortunately, I made that dumb decision and uh, it led me into prison. I served my time, came home, came home with nothing, $25 for a bus ticket and a paper ID. And uh, I turned everything around. I went from living in my car, living on people's couch, been turned down from job to job. And I just never gave up. I never pointed a finger and looked from outside and tried to blame other people of why my life is so hard. I knew that I made my bed hard because of my decisions. Just like I was telling you earlier, Max, we're born looking like our mother and our father, but we're gonna die looking like our decisions. I made poor decisions. I make great decisions now. My life is really blossoming. Um, I'm really excited for the other opportunities that I have. And I'm going to continue to use my story as an inspiration uh, and to encourage and inspire other people that they can do it no matter what color you are, that we live in America, one of the greatest countries uh, that you can be born and live in. Um, there's millions of people on the waiting list just to try to come here. There's hundreds of thousands of people crossing the border right now just to come to this country to have a better opportunity. And it's just unfortunate that we have people right here, born in America, privileged, never really been through any real conflict, no 9-11s, no wars, anything like that. And they run around here with entitlement, spoiled brat mentality and, and victimhood tickets of thinking that this is just a terrible country and we gotta burn down the entire system and yada, yada, yada. Does it have its flaws? Absolutely. But that dream, if you know how to work the system and you know how success works, like I was saying earlier, it's a universal principle that does not care about what color you are, what your creed is, what your religion is, how tall you are, how short you are, how skinny or how fat. It doesn't care about any of that. What it cares about is are you consistently putting one foot in front of the other, never giving up, staying focused. Uh, making sure you have a great attitude in life, because we all know attitude determines your uh, altitude, altitude, um, and just learning new skill, molding those skills, molding yourself, right, so that you can become the person that you need to be to have the responsibilities or the successes that you're looking for, and um, adding value to the marketplace, and in return, it will pay you back. I truly believe that hard, hard work will... Um, it takes care of you in the end, man. It's It did it for me. It, it does yeah. it for a lot of other people. And, uh, and that's the logist. Nobody ever said life would be easy. I think quite the opposite. They said well, that Democrats said that. Democrats said that. Democrats. That's a, that's a very Democrat way of looking at it. I mean, wh the way you're talking, the, those are all conservative principles, right? I'm was there any was I know. But w was there any cons specific conservative in your life? who helped you turn that corner? Because obviously you go to prison for a gun crime. Um, mm -hmm. It doesn't sound like you were awfully conservative before you went into prison. Who helped Who helped guide you to this kind of world so, Well, um, so, most, so most people have a Blexit experience, right? The movement Blexit, where they're exiting the Democratic Party. Um, I was probably one of those type of people that just never really was into politics. Um, but to, let me go back before I go into that. I grew up in a military family. When my mother and father were together, 
before they had the divorce and split, and then my mother was raising three kids on her own, uh, my father was military. And my father, they brought me up with conservative values, right? God, country, and family. Like it was, most people are brought up that way. Most minorities are brought up with conservative values, whether they believe it or not. Uh, it's just the way of life for us, right? Um, so I've always was brought up with those type of values. My mother is mixed. My mother, she was a foster child. She's mixed. She has a black father and she has a white mother. I mean, white as y'all. So I come from a very diverse family. We, I never was taught that because you're black, something's going to hold you back. Now, there was those false narratives of um, because you're black, you got to work so much harder, which now I know that, no, it's not just because I'm black, I got to work so much harder. I think that has to, everybody in this country has to work so much harder. I think that that's just the way it is. So there is some false narratives out there that I have shattered since my journey, my 37 years on, on this earth through my own experiences. Um, there, there's things that I had to shatter and figure out on my own, but I never was taught to be a victim, right? I just yeah. was taught that I need to strive for excellence, right? And work hard and things like that. So for me, I didn't have like a aha moment where I'm exiting the Democratic Party. Because if you remember on my story, I've been in and out of trouble since the age of 15. Yeah. Uh, I, from a teenager, went straight into the system and then was redeposited back into society like a baby and I had to relearn everything. I mean, we're talking about someone that barely could read. I had to literally teach myself how to read. I think I had a third grade level of reading. I had to teach myself how to read through the process of being in prison. I had to learn how to shave, which now I have a beard. <laughs> Let's talk I shaved about my head, though. Yeah, I shaved my head. But uh, my aha moment wasn't like a Blexit moment. I never really yeah. was into politics until I owned a business. When I owned my business, I knew and I seen it right away. I said, wait a minute. Right. And then you, you, you start. Um, I, I want to say as I got older, I started realizing getting into the politics scene, realizing that you can't just kind of brush it off. Like it really affects you. You really need to know what's going on in your country. Yeah. A lot of the policies and things that's being passed. Uh, it's important. It's important to vote. Right. So once I got my civil rights back, I immediately went into action. I registered as a Republican and, and I voted. And I, like I said earlier, I voted for Trump and Joe Biden. I am literally still black. So, are you sure? I'm not. I mean, we probably need to have a conversation. I don't know. I, they, they, they definitely yeah. call me a white supremacist, man. <laughs> so I <laughs> don't see, know. But see, that's the problem with the left is that they're liars. They're pedophiles, rapists, and closet racists. Hey, you know, I, I have some so. things. I have some things that I want to. I want to show you. And I want to get your yeah. thoughts on this because it's really important that I don't know if you saw the the video of the um, protest that happened in front of the the spa in California. Did you see that? The protest the where the wee place where the guy had his yeah. wee yeah. wee out yeah. in front of five and six year old kids, right? You, you, you yeah. were you were dropping f bombs earlier. Don't start 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 self censoring. You were dropping f bombs earlier. Evan we can we stay just late. go back. We just go back and we clear it out. <laughs> but yeah, you you saw it, right? You saw you saw that video. Yeah. All right. So on top of seeing that we, video, we spa. yeah. Did you did you see the uh, the Antifa show up because the protesters were there to protest all of this? I didn't see that part. I heard that they were attacking um, 
people was believed like they were attacking Christians and things like that. I don't know if that's all in connection, but so the guy that got arrested, none of the Antifa got arrested for for hitting people with bottles and and uh, stabbing people, and none, nobody got arrested on the Antifa side, right? Because they're they're nonviolent, wow. right? But the one that's guy bullshit. that got arrested for defending himself, now he's a Latin king. Oh, really? Yeah. So do you know he got arrested and he was on the side of the protesters saying, what are you doing? Right? So I got this this thing in my mind that said, unlikely bedfellows. I don't know of anyone that is in a gang. And I grew up in Washington, D.C., right? I was a product of my environment. I sold drugs when I was younger, uh, when I was a kid. Um, I I don't want to be that person. I'm not that person. But we are all products of our environment, right? Yeah. I don't know one of them that would let a grown man walk around in front of their daughter with his digit hanging out. His, his penis. Yeah. Yeah. No, dude, I don't know if one. I don't know if one that wouldn't beat the living. I think the you woman has a, a, an act. She has a lawsuit, right? She, they just announced publicly they're, yeah. they're suing. Yeah. They're suing, the, they're suing the state. Yeah. They're not just suing the wee-wee spa. They're actually suing the whole entire state. Yeah. Because state it's. California. Because the rights of some uh, sicko is should yep. outweigh that. And look, you could you could say you're a pink dinosaur. I don't care. You can go into the bathroom over there. That's a single bathroom for pink dinosaurs. Matter of fact, if we want to do it, let's just line up bathrooms all the way down the hallway. And uh, oh yeah, that's, I identify that's the Tyrannosaurus as, Rex. Right. I'm, no, but but my my point is, <laughs> my point is is that we've it's bizarro world, right? But now we have unlikely bedfellows. So I picked up the phone and called a couple of friends of mine that I had way back when. And I was like, listen, I think it's time that the Bloods, the Crips, and the, the Latin Kings come out. And we just, we, we, we have an alliance. <laughs> this isn't the America they signed up for. And by the way, many of those people that are in those gangs, the, the government is a gang. The FBI is a gang. You want to talk about mobs? Absolutely. These the people Gestapo. are mobs, right? So we, we want to act yeah. like they're they're good people. No, they're not good people. There are good people in them, but they're not good people. They 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 look. They murdered my brother four years ago. They murdered him. Ran him off of uh, off his bike into a wall. Hit a pole. Broke his neck and died. Chasing him at ninety miles wow. an hour on a motorcycle. So I I and then lied about it. They lied about it. They lied about all of it. But wow. my 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 point is is that. It's, we're not, it's not just conservatives that are pissed off right now about what's happening in our country. I think we have to just open it up and say, look, Americans of all races, they're pissed off of these radical fringes that have basically made us all victims in this society. That they're trying to strip us and make us all slaves. It doesn't matter if you're, if you're white, black, green, yellow, purple. It doesn't matter. They want to make all yeah. of us slaves and they want to divide all of us. And I think that I, I look at and I play I play football in an inner city youth uh, or inner city program right so it's in this in the middle of Denver and there's some guys there that you know I've been playing there for eight years um, that are you know probably a little bit more you know they play that but we have a good time we accept each other where they are they they set all that side yeah. aside to come in and play football but they're still good people and we all they know that I'm a that 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 I got involved in the election integrity stuff. And many of them walked up to me and said, Hey, anybody bothers you here, Joe, we got you. 
And they and they're like, and, and I don't even like Trump. <laughs> and I was like, well, if you knew a lot about him, you would you would definitely like him. But but don't we have to get to a place where we can stop, lay all that stuff aside, and I'll walk in and have a conversation with the Latin Kings and say, hey, look, Antifa just wants to, they want to recruit your kids. They want to recruit your kids to be gay. Disney wants your kids to watch yeah. two men at six years old kissing on a, on a screen. They think that's appropriate for your child. I don't know of any of yeah. them that would say, burn the house down, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that if it... It, it'll eventually get there and when it does the, the the democratic cabal the gestapos the fbis and whoever else the government gains have they'll just label them as some type of white supremacy group like they all like they do some of the other ones like the black and yellow group that we have now yeah they literally are the counter to antifa i've been in dc during their riots i've seen it um i see how the antifa people they get protection from the police and they're, they're literally spitting, throwing things. They're yeah. they're literally they're a part, part of it. it. Yeah, it's amazing. Nobody to wants to admit I've it. Been wants on to say the back the blue. I'll back the blue when they stop saying I'm just doing my job. I back the blue. They they murdered my brother, and I still back the blue. I back I back the fact that we should they, have law and order in our in our society. But I, how do you back the blue when they're letting people get hurt, not arresting anyone, and letting them just burn loot? They do that. And, and you know what's sad, Joe? People don't know, the, the masses, the, um, most of the people listening may not even know. People don't know that the police protect these people. I've yep. been on the ground, man. I'm not just online commentary. I've been out there. I've been to rallies. I've been to the marches. I've been to where they protest. I've been on the ground level. I see what they do. The cops protect these people, and they literally go out and they assault innocent people. You can't even have, people think, oh, it's because they had a MAGA hat on. No. You go out there, you just have an American flag on your shirt. They're going to yep. attack you. Yeah. And, and it's getting to the point now where they're attacking people for their religion beliefs now. Well, they're I going after now Christians. They're attack, it's unbelievable. They're going after Christians now. So it's like, it's a, you're right. I back the blue too. I, I think they have a tough job, but there is a line where they, you stop saying, hey, I'm just doing my job. Because I've been out there, I've seen where I back the blue. I see them literally spitting and throwing things at the police, but the police protect them. But the moment that someone like myself reacts to their um, befoolery, I'm getting I'm getting hog tied and put into zip lines. You know yeah. what I mean? So you're right. I, I have to agree with you. I'm just following. I 100 just doing what I'm told. Where did that? Well, that I mean, that's also, also the, important. It's, it's also important to mention, in fairness, last year saw more police retirements, saw more police resignations, and saw more police just quitting, walking off the force than any other point, at least in, in recent years, because police officers were realizing that they were being used as pawns, realizing that they didn't have the support of Democrat administrations, realized that they weren't being backed up by state legislators who were just trying to put them off as, as you're the problem. And we're going to cut your funding. So, yeah, at the same point, we have to mention that there are, at least last year, and there still are good cops, but there were a lot more good cops on the force last year that walked away because they'd rather walk away than do a job that they're just going to get nothing but crap for, did, whether, no matter dude, what they Max, did, did, um, Joe, Joe and Max, did you guys see the video? I posted it on my Instagram. The clip of the police officer. 
<laughs> Did you see the one where the guy shows up to a domestic dispute and he said, hey, 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 and the guy has grabbed a gun or something. The cop runs down yeah. the stairs and just leaves the female by herself. And, while the yeah, and she and yeah, and she hmm. basically was trying to run away from him as he came out. So yeah, rather than like, handle shoot it, me? he runs. So it's like, but whose fault is that? It's the Democratic cabal, crooked, yeah. left, far left wing Democratic cabal on media, on social media, yep. propagating yeah. this bull crap, accepting this type of behavior, pushing these defund message, defund the police messages, and it's dumbing down our society. It's people are apprehensive now. They're afraid to actually yeah. do anything because they don't want to be called a white supremacist or some type of racist. They've been working on the force for 20 something years to, they have to react to save their own life because obviously the criminal is being um, a criminal. He's he's a, he's a, Give him attacking more him in, with deadly de deadly weapon, right? He's got literally has a weapon, but if he has to react and do his job, he possibly is going to be labeled as a racist, lose his entire pension, yeah. forced to retire, black sheep, messes up his. So it's like at some, it's, it, we're going to see more and more of that. So we we see the job is hard, but then people like us that's on the ground level, we see. They protect Antifa. So it's like, for me, I'm, I'm like yeah. you, Joe. I'm like, who's behind this? Who's calling the shots? And we see it perpetuated well, they, on news they, from our own politicians. Yeah. They, they, they well, push well, this well, rhetoric let me, of defund the police. Let me show you something. Because it's not just that the, that the politicians, Democrat politicians, don't empower the officers and, and trust the officers with making good decisions and back them up, even if they do make a mistake. It's not just that. It's also Democrat politicians going out of their way to stop problems, violent crime from being solved. I'm sure you've seen this one. This is making the rounds. Go to my uh, computer screen, Mr. Producer. Actually, I think I need to reset it up since the last time my internet went out. Um, it's it's I, I call her Mayor Beetlejuice. Lori Lightfoot, oh, the mayor of Lori Chicago. Lori Lightfoot, Beetlejuice. We already said Beetlejuice. Yeah. Three times now, she if might pop said, up. I, I know. you got to be careful. This is a real thing. Um, but she's so, asking ahead, for help now. Yeah, go Next, to my screen. She's this asking, is, there it, it is. In 2020, Trump said, I'll send in everyone. We'll stop it. We'll stop the violence. And her response was, under no circumstances will I allow Donald Trump's troops to come to Chicago and terrorize our residents. That was last July. Now, fast forward to this July. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot asked Biden for help after bloody July 4th weekend. So it's all politics. Over 100 people I mean, being shot because the people don't matter. The people don't matter to any of these people. They don't matter. This, You know what it is? It's the haves and the haves nots. It's the rules are for thee and not for me. They have their security. They have their security. But the, the average person, you don't matter. You are a sharecropper on their land. You don't even own your house. You don't pay your taxes, they're going to sell yeah. your house and take it from you. That's the truth. Craig, as, as someone who's a product of that environment that you talked about, this this should be an eye-opening experience. Anyone who lives in Chicago and got shot in the last year probably didn't it was need over to get shot. Over right? 100 something yeah. people shot just over 4th of July weekend. Yeah, yeah. So what, what would you say to people watching our podcast to open their eyes? Because this is just so obvious. So many people have been shot and killed in Chicago. Lori Lightfoot had the opportunity to bring in the feds in to stop it. She played political games with people's lives. People are dead now. Children are dead. Fathers, brothers, sisters, wives, dead Businesses today. Businesses are gone. Because she, yeah, because she cared about whether there was an R or a D next to the president's name. 
this is this should be an I, I hope that this goes viral. But what would you say to wake people up that it's that the Democrats are perpetuating this violence because it, it helps them? The Democratic Party has always been the party of slavery. It's always been the party of Jim Crow. It's still the party till this day that passes policies that destroy minorities and destroy our country. All we have to do is look at all the blue states and see how the states are being ran. Even through this Wuhan virus, look at how they forced and kept their states closed, um, literally forcing people's livelihoods, businesses to go under and have to go and get, uh, some of them went and got those loans, which we haven't even seen the ramifications of that yet. Um, All you have to do is open your eyes and you look. What I would say to the minority community, we cannot continue to keep using excuses of proximity is the reason why we have this ridiculous amount of violence and behaviors. It's poor behaviors and we have to stop making excuses to why it is, it is the way it is and stop hurrying up and deflecting and looking at, well, white folks kill each other too. No, they don't. We don't see people doing drive-bys and killing innocent little girls while they're trying to get McDonald's with their fathers and drive um, in McDonald's, uh, straight up senseless violence, innocent people being shot, a hundred people being shot just over a, a weekend. We see it. It's sad that it's, it's, it is, it's, it's politics. It's war without bloodshed, but this time blood has been shed. Um, businesses have been lost. And when the violence goes up, businesses don't want to deal with rioting and looting. Um, these policies of no, pretty much a slap in the hand for looting and, and stealing like they have in California that don't reprimand and you need law and order in this country. Um, things like this creates businesses to leave, which drives down the area that you live in. And, and I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, y'all, you, people to continue to keep voting for these people that use the same tactics over and over and over. Like, look, man, but they're not me, really voting for them. Because the system is rigged. Well, we know that now, thanks yeah. to Joe <laughs> exposing that. We know that the American, we know the American people did not. Um, I'm sure there was some buffoons that voted for Sleepy Joe hiding in his basement. It's it's amazing to me, Sleepy Joe hid in his basement, and then when he finally does come out to pander to the minority community, he goes to a stripper named Cardi B. But I'll digress on that, man. It, our country is, we, we, this is, Max is laughing at me. He's like, man, this guy's not. No. Our country right. needs people. We, we need men. We need home. people to stand up. People, people need to stand up, man. People really do need to stand up. Well, we, we're, we're at that kind of place where if we don't stand up, there'll be nothing to stand up for. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I want to play a video. Uh, Mr. Producer, do you have that video that I just sent to you? to, to uh, Josh's Slack. Pulling it up now. All right. I'm going to play something for you. And this is just an indication of what we're facing. We've, we've, we've talked about the CCP and the, and the fact that uh, um, China is, is pulling a lot of stuff on us. You got it? Oh, absolutely. So, no, he doesn't have it yet. All right. So if... Well, why don't we do this? Why, why don't we go to a break... Why don't we go to a break? Give him time because we do have a fill-in producer today. Um, Craig, is it okay if we keep you into the second hour a little bit? Yeah, no, dude, I'm I'm open. Okay, let's do it. So what? It's been a little bit hectic today. Joe was a little late. My internet was going out. So let let's let's 
hold Craig over for the second hour. And we're going to take a real quick break right now. And when we come back, Mr. Phil and producer Evan will have that video queued up. So Evan, let's go to break and give you some time to do that. Ronald Reagan famously said that our freedoms are never more than a generation away from extinction. Conservative Daily exists to make sure that never happens. With our community of 700,000 members, we fight every day to hold Congress's feet to the fire and stop them from surrendering our rights and freedoms. The fight to take this country back is not over. Please join our movement right now by going to conservative-daily.com and clicking the subscribe button to sign up for our free call to action newsletters. We have a chance to save this country, but only if we all work together. Again, this is conservative-daily.com and don't forget to hit the subscribe button at the top. 